What's up, everybody? Welcome to First of All, the podcast, a podcast where we sit down each week and take a conversation from its first of all to its last of all. I'm your host, Ben Compton. I'm so excited for you to be here with me today. And we're back. Another episode of First of All. I'm so excited for y'all to be here. This is the podcast where we take each conversation from its first of all to its last of all. And this conversation I have for y'all this week, man, it was nonstop laughs from literally the first of all to the last of all. I sat down with my big bro. I sat down with Scott Haynes, a.k.a. Whoa, Man, let me tell you something. This guy right here is literal family to me. We we family. Blood couldn't make us no closer, man. We are family. And uh, it was dope to sit down and just hear his journey. And Because obviously, I know it. I know his journey. I know some of the things that he's had to do to get to where he is uh, c- comedically. And, and, and obviously, it's producing shows and things like that. But it was fun to sit down and really dive deep uh, into his background, man. And uh, I'm going to tell y'all, I'm going to be honest up front. There's one audio hiccup. There's two audio hiccups, but they very early on, so we're going to count them as one, but it ain't my fault this week, all right? This is, it's Wody's fault, so if y'all have any problems with it, y'all can send all the hate mail to Wody for the audio. My audio was on point this week, all right? Uh, But yeah, we had a good time. It's a great conversation. I'm so excited for y'all to hear it. Uh, Let's dive into the interview, though. Wody! Yo, what up, son? What up, man? What's up, kid? Man, I'm just I'm in here uh vibing. I'm vibing in right the now. lab. You I'm in the lab? I'm not I'm not a lab. I'm in my closet right now. I'm just being out of Hey, that's I'm the lab. The that's a temporary <laughs> lab. That's that's right. It's the only room in the house you can't hear shit. You can't hear nothing. Then, then that's the motherfucking lab, then hey. right there. Hey, I'm, I got my head between all my clothes like a motherfucking sound booth in here. I thought I'm like, <laughs> like a SoundCloud rapper in this bitch. Oh, my God. This is amazing. This is amazing, man. What's up, man? Hey, so if we if we happen to get, before we get started, just because I've been dealing with this for a few weeks, if we happen to get cut off, if we happen to get kicked out, I'll send you what a happened? link. If, if, if something happens... And I get and we get kicked out. I'm gonna send you a new link. Right. Bootleg ass. Okay, you sound just like Devron. Devron said the same shit. Hey, what you want from me? I'm in the closet. I'm in the closet recording the podcast. What you want? From Bootleg me? ass podcast. Hey, hey, EBT it's, it's ass it's podcast. Up. It's, up on, it's up on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Google. They don't let bootleg podcasts on those. I don't think. Maybe they might because they got mine on there, so they might. Fucking section eight <laughs> ass podcast. Ass. <laughs> well, all right, man. Let's let's dive assisted today, assisted man. living ass podcast ass. I need some assisted living while they got their kids, man. Listen, listen. I I go move in a nursing home right now. Fuck these kids. Right. I, I will go move right now. Right now. I uh, dig it. All right, man. So let's let's dive into this thing, man. So so this is first of all a podcast where we take it each conversation from its first of all to its last of all, right? And all right. Uh, so every guest that we have on, uh, really, what we're trying to do is is find out who they are, what they right. do, why they right. do it, and where they see themselves going in it, right? Uh, so the first of all, obviously, big bro, we got Wody on here. So tell us who Wody is. Who is who is Wody? 
Hey, man, I'm just a man that's a... Can you hear me? Wait, wait a minute. First of all, you talk, you calling my shit bootleg. Your sound going out. No, okay. So I, I think I just I know I noticed what happened. So okay. what happened? when while while I'm on here, when you know how your your screen will time out. Uh-huh. Yep. I'm on my cell phone. So got, whenever my Android, screen times Android, out. So the team the, the screen time out immediately on Android. Absolutely. So when my screen time out, the sound goes out. Okay. So that would just happen a, lot, a few minutes ago. So I just noticed it. So, so, I, so it's gonna... not my bootleg. It's not me being bootleg. It's your Android being bootleg from here. Uh, you call it what you want to. Because, see, uh, your shit is your <laughs> fault. You're the engineer. Yes. Not me. Yes. Yeah. You're the engineer. So you might need to change yeah, well, some I'm, settings. I'm operating, I'm operating on Apple products. Uh, so mm. maybe we need to make some changes to the device you're operating on. I just eat apples in this bitch. That's all. Is that, I oh, is that what it is? Is that what it is? That's what it is. You know That's who else had that? You know who else had apple? Even now, look at us in here sinning. We just we yep. living a life full of sin because somebody want to eat a goddamn apple. Yeah, but guess what else came from that apple? Eating that apple. What's that? But but nakedness. <laughs> but nakedness. You never know. You like butt naked so much until Eve ate that apple. That's my favorite part of the apple eating process is that somebody got to be butt naked to eat it. That's my favorite depending part. On, depending on who butt naked, though. <laughs> <laughs> depending on who's butt naked. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, hey, but let me go back. Let me go okay, back to answer so, the so question before wait, we cut let's, out. Let's, let's start over. Hold on. Let's start, wait, wait, oh, you starting over. Oh, I'm shit. Not I, I'm not editing none of this shit out, but I'm going to start over real quick. Watch this. Watch this. I so thought we were live with it, man. We are, we are live, but I'm not going to edit none of this shit out. All right, you ready? Watch this. I'm about to, I'm about to, flip, I'm about to flip the switch on you. You ready? Watch this. Uh, I'm ready. So, you know, this is this a podcast. First of all, it's a podcast where we take each conversation from its first of all to its last of all, right? So every guest we have on here, uh, we want to know who they are, what they okay. do, why they mm-hmm. do it, and where they see themselves going at it. So first of all, Tell us who Wody is. Look at that switch, bro. I, I flipped the shit up. That was switch. nice. Oh that was a nice God. transition. I like oh that. I like that. You uh, now is the time when you hit the applause button. You got one of those? I don't. I don't have one. Sound maker machine. I'm in, I'm in a closet, so I don't have one of those just yet. Bootlegging uh, podcast. <laughs> God, section eight and podcast. Hey, so let me go get my. I'm gonna get the. You, I'm gonna get the house full of kids. I got to stand here you, and just clap every time. You could. You could have googled you. Goddamn. Clap machine, why? They don't make they're not <laughs> clap machines no more. It's programs now. See, see, that's why you, you got to get away from you got to get away from the Androids because they have programs. Man, I'm old, bro. I'm old, bro. It's pro. Hey, <laughs> you only as old as you feel. Let's just put that out there well, right now. I feel pretty old. I can tell you that right now. My my knees and my back hurt right now. That's not that's not that's not age. You're not old. That's just wisdom. That's wisdom flowing through your body. It gets clogged yeah. up in the knees and the joints and stuff. That's all it is. You can call it what you want. This shit hurt. <laughs> this shit, this shit uh, achy. It don't hurt me. This shit's achy, man. Oh, hey, not achy, bro. You gotta get some this is achy, man. bro. Yeah, you gotta get some ibuprofen or some like Excedrin or something. No, Excedrin for headaches, right? Yeah, you gotta get some ibuprofen for that. Uh, so all right, so who? Headaches, yeah. yeah, so Excedrin for headaches. They got caffeine in it because you know I, 
Hey, let me tell you something. If I know about anything, it's caffeine because I drink you about do. three bangs a day. Mr. Bang, I know. Hey, hey if I, I'm going to think if I was nothing else with this podcast, I better get a bang sponsorship in this podcast. You should get a bang sponsorship. Man, yep. I put a bang endorsement would be up. Absolutely. You would be the perfect guy. You'd be as the long perfect as it's guy. Only, only peach mango is the only thing allowed in the studio, though. Or the closet, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call this place. Peach mango was my first bang. But I got a different one. I like that uh that wild and watermelon. That wild and watermelon wild, for real. The, the wild and watermelon is the truth. I will give you wild that. Wild and watermelon. I'm gonna say the wild I can't I can't drink is the uh the, the birthday cake one. I can't have I don't it. like it. Mm-mm. Too sweet. It tastes it, like it's too sweet. Like mm-hmm. I I don't like it. I don't uh, it's it's too too sweet. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's it's hard to it's hard to explain the taste. But it's like a—I don't know. When I tried it, it, it was like a a nauseous, disgusting, sick feeling. It, it tastes like if you just poured like the literal cake batter into your mouth. Like if well, you see, just I had, like cake had batter. a bowl full Mm-mm. of cake batter. And, okay, you could like cake batter, but you're not gonna no. pour a whole bowl full of it into your you mouth. You lie. You a goddamn lie. See, that's how you get salmonella. You can't do that. Just the, the lie—that's the lie—and the, the truth ain't in you. That is not how you get salmonella. <laughs> yes, it is because you put the eggs in the batter, and the eggs got salmonella in it. What the ain't fuck? That where salmonella come from? Hell no, I don't know where salmonella come from. But if it come from cake batter, then I am screwed. Well, what, you came me? First, what came first, the egg or the salmonella? I wouldn't give a damn. I don't have no salmonella. I know that. Because <laughs> listen, I fight the kids over the cake batter bowl. Like they don't. My six year old daughter don't even get. Daddy, can I have a go to bed? <laughs> your ass, right here. You know, damn cake batter. Hey, anyway, hey, that's, 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 that's what they make. They make they make cake batter melatonin for that. That's what they make cake right. batter melatonin. Put, put, hey, here you go. I got some cake batter for you. This is melatonin. When your arms get numb, you let me know. I'll be here. right. <laughs> uh, all right, man. So obviously, obviously, I know, I know, Wody. But, right. but who is who is who is Wody? Like so 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 Wody's a stand up comic, right? So how long right. have you been in comedy for now? What's I I've mean what, what year was comedy. it? Oh man, I'm probably pushing close to twenty years, if not twenty. You a twenty um, year vet? That's a retirement, though. Yeah, you it was, is. Man. Military, that's a retirement. You getting it getting is. Sam but shit. you know, I started though here, but I I guess you could say twenty, but not really twenty, because I started I started in two thousand and two. So that's really okay. 21. Okay. But there was a period early on in my career where I took like a five-year break, a four or five-year break, because I just felt like it wasn't for me. You know what I mean? So, so you weren't doing any any stage time at all? Nah. I, I was just working at a radio station, you know what I mean, trying to sell some ecstasy pills and some weed here and there. <laughs> but, you know. I so you was in, in you was in you was in entertainment <laughs> and drug dealing. All right, Something like that. I don't know if you call yeah. it drug dealing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know if dealing would be the word, you know. Well, was you was you was you providing or was you selling? I was that's what I was gonna say, more like providing. Okay. Yeah, providing would probably yeah. be a better word. Dealing insinuates you're making money, you know, insinuates right, that right, you're right. that you're pushing product and you're moving product. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you got I was, that work. You got that work. Yeah, yeah. I ain't really have no work. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was yeah. trying to make I was just trying to make ends meet. Okay. <laughs> and the okay. ends weren't meeting. <laughs> so you were just in there like, fuck it, the ends don't meet, so I'm gonna hit this exit pill real quick and buy Dig that. Let me yep, let me pop it. Somebody <laughs> gotta this, take it. I'm pop it real quick and roll, <laughs> roll, rolling down this 
I'm like, I've had this pill for 17 days. Somebody's gonna take it. Just one damn pill. Hey, hey, I just, I just, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't, I don't, I've never sold drugs before. And, and so mm-hmm. I can't imagine like having it on hand because I mm-hmm. wouldn't sell it. I would just, it would just be me. I'd have to owe myself money. Yep, you would. That's why they say don't get high on your own supply. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe in that. Yeah. But see, I don't really do drugs. I could, I could, I've, I've smoked a lot of weed, but I, I just drink. I'm an alcoholic. If I'm just being honest about it, I drink a lot. You think you're an alcoholic? I might be drunk right now. I ain't gonna lie. I don't even know. Don't so you, know, you think you're a functioning alcoholic? I think, I think that I, I think that I, function is probably borderline. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I think, think you I know alcoholic. I don't think I'm an alcoholic because, because I just, I just be vibing. Like I don't, I mean, I, I don't, I don't drink to get drunk. I just be vibing, you know. Right. I don't drink to get uh, drunk, but I always seem to get fucked up. I don't know how that works. I'm not sure. <laughs> That's because one time Eve ate an apple, and now we all got sin, and so now alcohol affects us because we naked and all that. Kind and then of we stuff. get butt naked. Yep. Then we get butt naked. Yeah. Then we get butt naked. Maybe maybe it, it wasn't an apple. Maybe it was a uh, maybe it was a liquor tree. It could have been a liquor tree. See, or maybe it was. A vodka infused apple. Oh man, that actually sounds pretty good. I ain't gonna lie to you. An apple with vodka in it. An apple with vodka in it. I, see, I've never done like I'm gonna say. I used to drink a lot of vodka, but I was a cranberry in vodka. That was it. Straight cranberry vodka. That's the only like hard alcohol I can do. Um, see, I drink that shit, but I drink it straight. I'll I'll take vodka and I'll get like maybe a splash of pineapple juice or just a splash of. Cranberry juice, just to give it a slight little bit of color. But when I say a splash, I mean a splash. Okay, well, when you, I'm drinking, you might be a splash of alcoholic then. Because <laughs> you might be a splash of alcoholic. Because that sounds, that splash sound mighty light. That's, you drink a straight vodka. It, it, oh yeah, it is. But when I'm when I'm brown, it's it's straight brown. Ain't that, it, oh, ain't nothing cutting that thing by ice. Oh yeah, yeah. When it's brown, ain't nothing cutting. It by, I don't mix no coke, no none of that. When it's Hennessy or oh. uh, some Cavazia, some type of yak. Oh yeah. It's yeah, brown. We just you know we straight to the dome with it. Oh yeah, see, I'm, I must not be alcoholic then, because if I'm alcoholic, I'm like a bougie alcoholic. I gotta have something yeah. in there with it. Yeah, I gotta, yeah. I gotta have a little taste behind it. You know, you ain't no uh, real alcoholic. You ain't no yeah. real alky. No, nah, no, nah, I just, want, I just, want, I like beer. I'm a beer guy. I, I drink yeah. some Miller Lite. I can't. I don't like beer. Well, not. I was. Oh, let me, let me change. Let me, let me, let me take that back. It's not that I don't like beer. I don't like to drink beer. Because beer has a lot of yeast in it, so I get full fast. So right, after right. about three beers, I don't like that that full fill. I don't, I don't like it. You know what I mean? Yeah, then see, once you see, go, vodka made from potatoes and that starches and that'll fill you up too. But not like beer. Like oh, that okay. beer, you you have a have a full like you feel like you've been eating. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Even dinner, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And beer makes you go to the bathroom too, and once you piss that first time, it's a wrap. Once you pop the seal, it's over. You got to keep well, going. I will, I will, I will piss on that. In fact, I was in. Uh, so we went to New Orleans. Let me think. So we we two weeks ago, three weeks ago now, we was in New Orleans. I had shows down there, and uh, right. Boy, I tell you, I pissed everywhere. I ain't give a fuck. I did not care. I was <laughs> wherever I could find to piss, I pissed in there. Was well, you're in New Orleans. Place. That's what you're supposed to do. When in Rome, this is true. This is true. But when but in Rome. You piss like the Romans piss. Yeah, but I don't think the Romans was in New Orleans. That, hey, was, they... that was French people. <laughs> <laughs> French people. I don't think French people pee. They just kiss. It's crazy. I don't know what they were doing. That shit's wild. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
so okay, so 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 twenty two years in the comedy game. So so we started, and you started. If, mind if I'm right? And you correct me if I'm wrong. Starting in Florida, right? Tampa, Florida. Okay. What what drew you to Tampa? What took you to Tampa? I used to work as a door to door salesman. Okay. And we were selling a cleaning product that cleaned everything from top to bottom. And it was like all purpose, non toxic, biodegradable, safe, you know, for the family and all that good stuff. And we used to travel around from city to city, state to state, selling this cleaning product. And uh, I did that probably for about two and a half years. And uh, once I got to Florida, I was really, I was to the point where. I, I was at the end of my rope with the, you know, with the traveling all over. And we used to live in out of hotels. They, we used to call, um, they used to call what, uh, we used to call it jumping from city to city. So a jump is when, say, we go to New Orleans, right? And they put us up in a hotel for two months. We work New Orleans and then we jump to Baton Rouge. We leave New Orleans and go to Baton Rouge. And we'll stay for two, three months. And then we'll leave Baton Rouge and we may go to Dallas, Texas. That's a jump when you go from one city to the next. Okay. So I just I just basically got tired of being on the road, living in and out of hotels. So I picked up and I moved to Tampa. Didn't know nobody. Just had the clothes on my back and my suitcase, and that was it. Didn't have no family there. Didn't have no friends there. And uh, I made that my home at that particular point. And ironically, I wound up getting into the entertainment business where I still had to Travel, live on the road, live in and out of hotels. That's just some bullshit. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it, I built you for what she was going to be doing. That's what it was yep. doing. Y'all yep. sound like, yep. I'm going to tell you right now, y'all sound like cleaning like Jehovah's Witnesses. That, ain't that what they do? They just drop you off somewhere, you start walking? Kind of, yeah. They'll take children? you to a neighborhood. Yeah. So yeah. kind of like the neighborhood you live in. So yeah, they yeah. would, they would. So the the car handler, that's that's the person who's driving around the van. You be driving around a little, you know, in a in a fifteen passenger van, okay. and they have you know eight, nine, ten agents with them, and they ride in the neighborhood, and they see a nice neighborhood. So that's how they go. They judge houses and they judge cars. They look at okay. vehicles. Look at the vehicles in the driver. Okay, these people got money over here. It's a good middle class. The high class neighborhood right here. So you guys, you see this? Oh, look, this person got a Benz. This person got a Lexus. Oh, this person got a Beamer. Oh, this person got a Range. Oh yeah, y'all should be able to get some money up out of this. You know what I mean? So they look okay. for neighborhoods okay. like that, so they can eliminate the uh, I don't have any money objection. Now, that's so the you number already know one. off the rip. You got them on the money side. You just got on the money side. Right. Yeah, like when okay. you when you know when you you know you you walk to a, a house and they got two. They got two Mercedes Benz sitting in the driveway and a, a Mar Maserati on the street. Like, yeah, they can't tell you they can't afford a thirty-four dollar quarter cleaner. Well, that you know what I mean? Like, like, that just sound like debt. That don't sound like money. That sounds like yeah, debt. It, hey, depend different strokes with different folks. I don't know. <laughs> I can't. True. This is true. You know, you don't know. You know <laughs> what I mean? You can't this never tell what anybody's pockets look like. But you could be right though. You know what I mean? Well, well, but look, on the I'm flip side of come, that, if they come to my if they come to my neighborhood and they knock on my door. I'm broke. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I'm broke. It don't matter what. It don't matter what car out there, or what house I'm in. Because I'm broke. I don't have it. Right. Have it. You gotta wait till my wife get home, and she ain't got no money neither. But we got a joint account. We we ain't got right. No money. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's pretty much how it works, man. They drive around the neighborhood. They find, and you know, they'll say, "All right, you see this street here. You got this street here. You got this street here. We're gonna drop you off. We'll be back in an hour and a half, two hours to pick you up." 
meet me at this point right here. Then they'll come back, check on you, see how many bottles you sold, see how much cleaning product you got rid of. And if you're doing good, you know, all right, we're going to leave you in this neighborhood because they buying over here. They give you some more streets to work. If you're not doing good, they may pick you up and take you to another area. Like, all right, this neighborhood dead. Let's go somewhere and try this out. If you're doing mediocre, you know, they may decide to leave you. They may, you know, decide to move you. So it just it just depends. You know, it was a pretty interesting experience. I think it prepared me for uh for the stage for how'd comedy you find because... it? Where, where, where'd you where'd you find that? Like, I mean, did you just one day they just they was recruiting, or you just was like, you know what, I gotta get about the city or what? Yes, yes, and yes, both. Okay. They were recruiting. I was actually in I was in college and I was playing intramural basketball. And we were chasing, we were chasing through, uh, chasing a loose ball. And I wound okay. up going through, a, uh, falling through a glass door, running straight through it. Oh, so shit. I, yep. Got cut up real bad, cut my ligaments, tendons in my wrists and my arms. And I was, you know, going back and forth to uh, physical therapy. My dad was taking me back and forth physical therapy afterwards. And on the way home, we was in Tupelo. On the way home back to Wren, we, uh, the radio was on, and I hear these people on the radio talk about, you know, you want to travel the world, make money, get away, call A&W Enterprises. So they, you know, spit the number out over the air. I took the number down, and I called them, and a week later, I was gone. They was like, all right, we're sending you a Greyhound ticket here. And I had no idea who these people were. I could have been going into a cult. I could <laughs> I'm serious. I had no idea. I was 19. I was 19 years old. I had no idea what I was doing, who I was going to be around. Didn't know. So I could have been, I could have been going to the mob. I could have been going to a cult. I could have been, I don't know, man. I, it it could have been anything I could have gone to. So, uh, but you know, it, it happened to work itself out. And I learned some really, really, some really good uh, life lessons out there on the road. Just learning how to sell and right, being right, able to. Right. Yeah, that that really kind of started my entertainment career right there. So yeah, that so I, so you, so so when you got to Tampa, you you were still doing that while you were starting comedy. Well, no, I I I left there completely. I had oh, no okay, okay. Yeah, I I left there completely. So I let once once I left there, I started working for a um, a door to door company selling home security systems, and gotcha. I I worked for that for a while. Then I left there and started working in radio. Um, then left radio and started doing comedy. But the comedy bug kind of hit me when I was selling the cleaning product on, on door to door. So what will happen is I classify salespeople into three different categories. You have that uh, gorilla salesperson, which is very aggressive. They kind of, you know, they, they force you, they almost force you into buying. Then okay. you have that finesseful salesperson who they, they, they good with their words. They they just you know they 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 finesse you and they, they convince you into buying by by pretty much sweet talking you or charming you. And right. then you have that comedic salesperson that makes you laugh. And that was just kind of like my natural approach. So I was performing at the doors and people used to always say, You should be a comedian, you should be a comedian. I was like, nah, I never thought about it, you know. <laughs> but after I left, man, it just kind of it kind of stuck with me, you know, because I used to do this thing at the doors, man, that would just really blow people's mind on these cleaners. I would list off, rattle off this whole list of cleaners that this one cleaner would replace, and people would just be so blown away by it. Okay. So, uh, you that's kind of how you, you remember the list on top of your head right now? 
Yeah, I, I, I think you cut out. Did you? Can you there? <laughs> yeah, you're pretty much. You're pretty much. Down, down. It did. I do. I do remember. I do, okay. I do remember. So I was. So I'm at the doors. I'm like, all right, this cleaner here. It'll place all your household cleaners, like your Windex, Cinch, Glass Plus, Lumber Carpet, Hayman Carpet, Shout Out, Easy Out, Speaker Spam, Mopper Glow, Jet, Dry Course, Morning Bleach, Agent Amway, Simple Green, Mean Green, Do It All, Pump It All, Bug and Tire, Move Tire, Clean the Oil, Clean the Shoe, Clean the Door, Not Clean in Your Brass Cleaners, bro. So, whew, that's not like, 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 like a cleaning disc track. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, at least, man. So I used to do that. You know, I mean, I used to do this thing. And then, you know, so the jokes at the door, they were really corny, but the corny stuff kind of sells. Right, right. You know, that's, right. that's when what it gets sales. you into the house to, to, right. to push everything. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we used to tell these little stupid little jokes and say this stuff like, uh, I'm trying to remember, man. This was so long ago, being. Um, uh, and these were in. And and these were, how can I put it? Uh, these weren't our African American people. Okay. These were okay. our Caucasian friends. So okay. the corny okay. shit worked with them. You know, like you clean a carpet stain on their on their uh, carpet stain in their living room or carpet stain in the, in the vehicle. But like, take a look. It turned Michael Jackson from black to white in like two point two seconds. <laughs> and they, you know, little corny shit like that. Like, hey, you must be the lady of the house, right? Like, yeah, I can tell because you're too sharp and too beautiful to be the maid. How you doing? My name is you're like a little bullshit. Like that. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> and here, here you, here you got, you got, you got Mike and Cheryl just over there. Like, Cheryl, would you look at this? I can't. Right, that's right. Been, that's the seventy-seven. That that exactly. was the party we had. Oh my god. Exactly. I know you got to buy because Stevie Wonder can even see this stuff clean. Take a look at. <laughs> Look corn, look cornball shit, bro. Cornball. So man, that's crazy. And it got, but it got mm-hmm. you in. And obviously, you know, it made did. Sale. Yeah, I mean, that's it you know, did. I mean, so. it's it's crazy. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's crazy what we as humans will do to complete our job, our task, and make a dollar. Okay, You're right. We, we we will literally go make whatever we have to do. We will make ends meet any kind of way to to complete our job and make a dollar. That shit is wild. Well, whenever your back is against the wall, people are going to do the two things. Either they're going to fold or they're going to come out swinging. Yep. And 98% of the people, when you push their back into the wall, push them into a corner, they're going to come out swinging. They, they go into survival mode. Right, and right. you have to do whatever it is that you have to do in order to be able to, to eat and make it to the next day. And, whatnot. So, and I think that's kind of what uh, kind of the mode that I went in when uh, when I was in Florida, because I left when I left that job, man, I left and started working for, like I said, a, an alarm system company selling alarm systems from door to door. But mm-hmm. luckily, the people that I was working for, they had an extra room that allowed me to rent that room. They had a couple of extra vehicles that allowed me to use the vehicle. So I was able to get on my feet. But it was me and two other guys they did this for. You know okay. What I mean, so and they and they came from the same crew that I came from. So when I say I didn't know anybody in Florida, I didn't know anybody, but I did know these guys, so I was familiar with them because we were all gotcha. from the same background. If that makes sense. Yeah. I got you. I got you. I got you. Mm-hmm. So 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 now, so then so once you with the once you once you with the uh, the alarm system, 
So mm-hmm. at that point, have you started trying to get on stage? And what, what I mean, what, what made you at that point? You, you're not selling door to door anymore. You're not, uh, as far as the cleaning product goes, you're not telling the jokes anymore. But what made you be like, you know what? I'm gonna hop on this stage tonight. And what stage was it? Like what, what, what was the first stage you hit? And then what made you get on it? Okay, so I started. I was started working when I left there. I started working radio, which was always a dream of mine. So when I went to mm-hmm. school. I went to school for broadcast journalism, radio, and television. So being on air was just. Just kind of like the end all be all for me, but you know, once once I got to, I guess, performing at the doors, you can say I kind of got bit by that bug, and people would say, like I said, they sh- they would say you should be a comedian. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, nah. but then the thought would always cross my mind. And one day I was watching Kings of Comedy, and uh, Bernie Mac. I was literally on the floor in tears, stomach yeah. hurting, like tears just rolling down my face and from that point on i said fuck it i'm gonna get comedy a try and uh i went to the improv in uh in tampa and that's my that's my home club that's the first stage i ever touched went to tampa improv and um i went and i signed up and they called my name for their open mic Uh uh-huh signed up for the open mic yeah yeah and they called my name and i got stage fright they called my name to go upstage, and I said, fuck this. Instead of going to the stage, I left the club. What? Yeah, left the club. Went home. Fuck this shit. I got to work in the morning. I'm not doing this stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all not going to have me up all night. My damn Right, right. <laughs> so that actually, man, that actually, that same process, that happened probably, I think it was two or three other times after that. I will go, come back, sign up for open mic. Right when it's my time to go, I fucking leave. I'm like, I'm not doing this shit. Fuck this. And that Damn. last time, right, that last time, the guy that was hosted, like, man, you did this a couple of times. He said, if you don't go up, just don't come back. So I was like, fuck. So I went, uh, I went to the bar. Um, I, it was either two or three. The Hennessy. I just started okay. just chilling. Straight. To the parking lot. Straight Hennessy. And went to the parking lot, smoked a half a blunt. And just got on stage from that point on, and, and that's the rest. You know what? Uh, I, what I was still, the first time like? Well, cool. The first time was cool. I remember the first joke that I ever told. First joke was so damn corny, but it got a big ass laugh. You know. Okay. So uh, the first joke I ever told was, um, "My last name is a conversation piece. My last name is Haynes. Kind of like the underwear." But we have our similarities, but we're different. They spell theirs H-A-N-E-S. I spell mine H-A-Y-N-E-S. Their motto is, wait till we put our hands on you. My motto, I cover everybody's ass. And just like some of y'all's hands underwear, I could be full of shit, too. Why do you think my eyes brown? So that was the first joke I ever told. And, and, it, got big ass, and it got a big-ass fucking laugh. <laughs> but look, <Damn>. this was... <laughs> And this was this was in front of an all white crowd, all white crowd. Oh, so they so. they were eating it up. They were eating. It oh up. yeah, they were eating it up. They were eating yeah. it up. It, you know, so they love so it. You, I got so you, I got actually I got half I got half of a half of a standing ovation. So damn, what? So, mm-hmm. so first time on stage, open mic, mm-hmm. you got the standing ovation. Mm-hmm. Half of a standing ovation. Okay, well, people stood up. So you got you got you got a standing seat. Few, something like that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I, I'm trying to think. Uh, the next joke I told. 
Oh man, it was a taking a shit joke. I can't remember. No, I was this it, before, like you before, like cell phones, uh, right? Or real big stuff. So yes, you don't have like yes. you, don't, you can't like record your set. So, right. so what were you doing to th- at that point? Did you go back and just off the dome? Did you go back? Oh, and I didn't write know, man. I was brand new. I didn't know. I didn't know my. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I yes. I thought I did great. I thought I was well on my way. The owner, the manager of the club, cussed me out. What? He was like, yeah, he cussed me out. He was like, don't bring that filth back in here. And I was like, what the fuck? But it was because of the content that I was talking. I was doing a lot of cussing. Okay. I did some some taking a shit jokes and just you know brand new comic. Don't, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. know what you know that type of stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's, that's he, I can know that he would be able to. I mean, open mic is normally filled with folks that don't have like. Uh, either either a, a, a good set or they're working the set. Like for me, I, I even doing comedy songs that I have now, I cuss a lot mm-hmm. if I'm working the set. If I'm not comfortable with it, I right. would cuss a lot. You know, so it's, it's right. surprising that he would be upset at that. Well, I mean, I, I get it because what basically what they're telling you is to to push yourself is don't take the easy route out. Go back, write write some clever shit. You know what I mean. And yeah. and really, at the end of the day, even though even though it is an open mic and you get a lot of easy jokes, a lot of easy material, I mean, there's somebody that needs to tell you, like, hey, okay, that shit suck. Like, do better. Yeah. But it's an sure. open mic. Who gives a fuck? That's what you're here for. You're here to get better, to work on your shit, to take it from uh from a from a six to a nine, to take it from a four to an eight. Yeah. You know, so that's the whole point of the open mic. That's a lot. Of, a lot of folks don't realize, man. Like I, when I, like people ask me, like, why do you still go to open mic, or why do you this, or why are you doing the same joke every week? I, I had a, a newer comic a while back that was like, oh man, you know that that joke you always do is real is real good. It's like well, I'm not always doing it. I'm working this specific joke, trying to get it where I want it. You know. Mm-hmm. So once I get it where I want it, I won't do this joke mic anymore. You know, I'll just right. I'll plug it in wherever I want it to go. But until then, I'm gonna keep rocking, and we're gonna work out. It's kind of like when you you know when you're working out, you lift a certain amount of uh, weight until you get ready to max out, right? And then once you max out, you keep on moving. And it's the same right. way with comedy. You're working that mm-hmm. that comedy muscle out. People don't people don't get this shit, man. They uh, don't. They don't. You have to work it out. And but let me tell you, and in, in in different audiences and different rooms, you have to do different shit. And you and there's really no way for anybody to tell you or teach you how to do comedy is all trial and error. So like right. I told you after my first time, I got to, you know, I got a little half a standing ovation. I'm thinking I'm the big shit now. Okay. I'm on my way. The next time I go back, big laughs, good laughs. Okay. And I'm just being me on stage with that personality, that crowd right, right. control, that you know what I mean? I'm doing I'm doing some of that door to door shit on stage. So that's why I'm doing so good because I'm comfortable with it and I know this sales pitch and it's working for me. This corny right, ass shit right. is working. I'm thinking I'm the shit. I'm thinking I'm on my way. So for the first couple of years, I'm crushing it. I'm crushing it. And boy, I fucked around and went to Melbourne, Florida, I think it was. Melbourne? Where, okay, so Mel, where is Melbourne, Melbourne Florida? Man... Is it above I, or below Tampa? Also, where I, the fuck is Tampa? Because I don't really know where that's at in Florida neither. I just Tam- know Tampa is is central. Tampa okay. Tampa is central Florida. Okay. So you're Tampa's around uh it's about an hour and a half from uh 
Orlando. Okay. Uh, about two hours from Gainesville. Uh, three hours from Jacksonville. I think four hours from Miami. So they're central. Okay. Okay. Just so Melbourne St. Pete, Clearwater. Oh man, you have to ask me. I can't even remember being to be honest with you. Okay. I just remember Melbourne because I got shit booed out of me. You got um, booed? What? Like a oh. boo? No. I'm talking about one of them, them deep, like they, like they will spit a loogie boo. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Wait a minute. So, what, so, so, so what, what was the difference in that show and where you had been at so far? Well, this was an all black audience. Okay. Okay. So I learned, I, I, I started comedy learning how to do in white audiences. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn how to do urban crowds. It's, okay. it's two totally different crowds. When For you're sure. performing, when you're performing in front of mainstream crowds, you know you could take them on a journey. You know you could be a storyteller and you can clown and be silly, and they're gonna go with you and have fun. And even if you're not doing so well, they're still gonna let you work it out and get your shit out. You know what right. I mean? Right. But in a black audience, if they not feeling your ass, my boy, <laughs> they gonna let your ass happen, and they not gonna feel sorry about it. So, were yeah. you doing the same, the same material, the same set you have been I, doing? I was. I was okay. doing that old goofy ass corny cornball shit. Okay. And, <laughs> and they let my motherfucking ass have it, and it didn't help that the guy before me um, went through and um, he destroyed it. He just word okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So, so he said so that. No, he just did his job. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He just he just did his job. You know, and I, I you know, I'm walking around with my chest out. Are right, you finna see? I, right, yeah, I'm going. You better be funny, nigga. I'm gonna be funny, bro. Don't worry about me. <laughs> Don't worry about me, man. You be ready to laugh, dog. I got this, man. You know, get your bitch ass off the stage. <laughs> Oh man! So they literally booed you off stage. He was yes, like, "All sir. right, I'm gonna head out." Yes, sir. How far are you making in your set? Uh, probably uh, probably about a hundred and four seconds. Oh, they gave you a chance then. A little bit of a chance. Yeah, they gave, they gave, they gave you a minute and a half. They gave you a minute. Yeah, and a half. about 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 a minute and a half. Two minutes in. The minute, I, but you you can hear the you can hear the chatter though you can hear the chatter from the beginning <laughs> like oh shit this ain't going to be good. Hey, ain't going to be good. I've uh, I yeah, think I've only ever yeah. had one time where it's gotten close to that, like legit yeah. close. I, I had I had never been knock on wood. Fortunately, I because I, I, I'd yeah, probably boy. just go home and be like, all right, man, I got to work in the morning, so I don't need to deal with this. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna do this no more. But I, I can imagine that that feels so because at this time. Now, so so, how long had you been doing comedy? So you've been going at that time. How long? Yeah, I, about three years. Oh, okay. So you you've been in it for a little while. Yeah. How many I, shows had you done at that point? Have you open feature for anybody, anything like that? Nah, I was still okay. doing. I was doing open mics. I was uh, doing guest spots. I was okay. I was driving shit three four hours. I mean, I drove three four hours for guest spots, play the wings and shit like that. But they were all. Main mainstream rooms, mainstream. Because they probably so have was, multiple multiple clubs out there, huh? Mm-hmm. They yeah. so I was I was I was doing I was doing the improvs, 
but it was hard to get on stage. Not not um, let me let me take that back. I wasn't doing the improv. I was at the improv open mics. So I was trying to get get guest spots on those real shows, but I couldn't right. get the guest spots on those real shows and I couldn't understand why. But that's why cuz I wasn't ready. Yeah. So yeah. they had other clubs out there that were more like, you know, the improvs what they consider like those are the Michael Jordans of comedy clubs, right, quote unquote, right, right. per se. They, they were like your A clubs. You know, those are the ones, the stages that everybody wanted to get on. Mm-hmm. Then you had your B clubs. Then you had your C clubs. So C clubs are those, you know, those comedy clubs, those smaller ones, hole in the water, not going to pay worth shit. You know, right, right. but they had a comedy every every week. You know? like, your, like, your, like your bars and stuff like that? Yep. Okay. Yeah, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. Some of them had little little clubs, the small clubs, you know. Oh, okay, okay. So I would say, so the improvs at that time, the improvs were like your A clubs, the comedy zones mm-hmm. were like yep. your B clubs, you know, stuff like that. And I was co- like coconuts at those times was more like I don't know if you ever heard of coconuts mm, or those giggles. Uh, I've heard of gigs. So, some of some of the bonkers, okay. some of the bonkers was like your C clubs, and okay. then bonkers had some clubs that were really dope. There were like B clubs, um, so um, it just just depends. But I was I was doing a lot with the coconuts, and the coconuts were like your C clubs. Okay, and 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 they were they were your sh- like your straight up and down, you know, straight straight white people, just straight yeah. up. You know, you're, you're good beach people out there on St. Pete Beach. You know, those type of white people. You know what I mean? So they're like a, like a, like a weekend at Bernie type white people. Yeah, they're okay. not like a Ben Compton type white person. I got a little you, bit of swag. You. I'm talking about, you know, you know, these these are like real, real white people. You know? Gotcha. So, so, so how you, you know? So, so how long? So how long do you stay in? Obviously, you 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 do that club. It doesn't go great. Do you go back to Tampa? Do you where, where do you go from there? Hell yeah. I went back okay. and went back. I'm like trying to figure out what's going on. What the fuck? Went back, got on stage, got more laughs. And then I started doing a little bit of research and talking to a couple of comedians. Man, you need to go do some black clubs. You need to go mm-hmm. do this and you go do that. So I found a um I found a, a open mic. Well, it wasn't an open mic. It was uh, it was an urban night. Okay, it was an urban night they used to do in Orlando. It's Every- crazy to me that that used to be like a thing because you, I, I feel like you would never see that now. Right. Like we're just openly somebody is like, "Hey, this is urban night." You know what I'm right. saying? I, I don't what, like mm-hmm. they wouldn't call it that. Any they won't call it that now. You could call right, it that. Right, now. right, right, right. Mm-hmm. But no, but they outright was just like, "Hey, tonight is urban night," which means AR hey, mm-hmm. black people come out. Mm-hmm. But like. You don't see that. I, I feel like at least the places I've been, you don't, you don't see that blatantly anymore. You know, uh, I mean, you know which rooms are which, I guess. You know, uh, but it just seems so foreign to me to be like this is urban night. You know? Right, right. Uh, so well, yeah, so- they used to do they used to do straight urban nights, man. But before I got there, <laughs> I, I kind of like start just just finding little spots here and there, little little clubs here, little shows here, working on my material. Then I found out about the urban night in Orlando and it was hosted by Lil Duval. Okay. Yeah, this was before Lil Duval blew up. I want to say 
at this time he was still going by Rowan Powell. I was gonna say because he that would have been so. So what year is this? Oh man, I can't remember. Because he really this took is, off in in like the late two thousands, right? This that was like is his two, real takeoff. This is probably oh five, six, 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 six okay. seven, maybe. Okay. Okay. Somewhere in there. I can't I and I can't remember if he was rolling Powell. I know at one point he was rolling Powell, then he went to Little Duval. And it may have been around that time where he was transitioning from yeah. rolling Powell to Duval. But uh, I went up there, me and this uh me and this guy from, from Louisville will go up there. His name Meach Dog. You know Meach Dog, don't you? I, I I've heard the name. I've heard you yeah. talk about him as punk, but I've never I've mm-hmm. never met him before. Yeah, so we, we would go up there every Tuesday night, and it would be like a weekly thing. And we would, you know, just go get on the stage and work it out. But the problem was, uh, well, I won't say it's a problem, but the the thing about the Urban Night is they they come there to fucking boo your ass. And if your ass okay. ain't right, they finna let you fucking have it. And a lot of times, Duval would throw your ass under the bus before you got on stage. He would rev them up to boo. You know, okay. So okay. Yeah. And then here's the thing though. They wouldn't it wouldn't be a boo. They wouldn't just boo you. They wouldn't boo. They would say, nigga, kill yourself. Yo. That's, that's that's their form of boo right there. Nigga, kill yourself. So that's yeah. So Lil Yo. Duval will bring people to the stage and the first time, the first time I went. And the guy before me, they get his ass off the stage quick. Hey, nigga, kill yourself. So I'm upstairs. Damn. I'm nervous. I'm nervous as hell because where the green room, green room was placed, it was it was up high. So you had to come out the green room and walk down these steep stairs, and the stairs led directly to the stage. So when okay. you're coming down the stairs, the people in the crowd are watching you. Come down, come to say, Whoa, so you coming down the stage in front of everybody. So oh, if you fucking trip and fall, bitch, it's over with. Everybody, right? So the guy before me got booed, and Duval came back up, did his thing. This next nigga coming to the stage, he better be funny. He gonna get his ass out of here like the <laughs> last guy. And if he ain't funny, what y'all supposed to say? Nigga, kill yourself <laughs> coming to the stage. Whoa, the, oh, shit. oh man. So I got up there and I started telling jokes and I didn't have to kill myself. So, um, matter of fact, that was the first time I did the trash can joke in front of a black audience. Oh man, for real? That was the first time I did the trash can joke in front of a black audience. And that joke used to be it, it was it was at that time. Let me see. At that time, that joke was my closer. And okay. it was really it was really simple. You heard that joke. It was yeah. really simple. It was black people name their kids. My my cousin had a baby named Trishawn, and she spelled it boom. She spelled it, and then I trash it. And that was the joke. That was pretty okay. much the base. I'm trying to say it without giving about right, saying. Right, 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 right. So that was pretty much the joke. So then I had you no know, comedian like you need to expand on that joke, and that joke has just grown over the years. But it hit, it hit real big, and it hit real hard. 
I mean, it's still, it still hits every goddamn time. Mm-hmm. I've never, I've never heard that joke not hit. When you, uh, uh, when you was at Chuckles with Monique, mm-hmm. that motherfucker mm-hmm. killed. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, it did, it did. Uh, yeah, man. So, so, so you picked a good time to uh, pull the trash can joke out then. Apparently, I did. To not I have did, to, man. Not so, to go kill yourself. It uh, did, but that that club made me strong, man. I'm not gonna lie. That that club taught me how how to do uh, black rooms, urban okay. rooms. And um, it's, it, it's a difference. It, it really is. Because like a lot of times with black clubs, you got to come out rapid fire. And then once you get them, then you can slow down the pace and take them. But you got to really, really come out. You know, it got so bad in that club that they would, sometimes they would boo people because they didn't like the outfit the dude had. On. Oh, I my dude, God. Yeah, I seen a dude get booed because his outfit so. Y'all like what I got on, nigga? Kill yourself. <laughs> so, so look, little Duval, little Duval, um, wind up moving on. He left, and then it was taken over by this guy named Type Mike. And Type Mike, they they still kept on with the the kill yourself culture, mm-hmm. but Type Mike kind of he put a little spin on it. Because he was like, man, y'all just not even giving people a chance. We want to give them a chance. So he took it from kill yourself to they could still say kill yourself, but they had to get a, give them two jokes. After the okay. second joke, if they weren't funny, then it's kill yourself. So it had been a while for me, you know, being at, you know, at the open mic. I mean, not, well, not the open mic, at the urban, at the urban, uh, urban night. So I had been on the kind of on the road a little bit and I came back to it and I was a little nervous and the guy before me again gets booed. <laughs> so you, and, you you might not need to be after somebody is what it sounds uh, like. Listen, the guy before me gets booed. <laughs> they, they hit him with the kill yourself but this time they were doing, they were giving him two jokes but it was so funny. It was so funny because he told his first joke and the joke didn't hit. And you heard a female in way in the back of the crowd say, "I right, nigga, that's one." I said, "Oh my god!" I said, "Oh, oh shit!" <laughs> and and I went on stage. Listen, and I went on stage and I told just that exact story right there. I said, "Y'all have me fucked up out here, man. I'm scared." I mean, this dude told his first joke. And it wasn't funny. I heard the bitch way in the background holler out, "Nigga, that's one!" And the whole crowd <laughs> fell out. I was like, oh, "Okay, all right, we got him." Boom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Oh man, I I would legitimately kill myself. Legitimately, man, like if if man. if you if if I get to my first joke and you like, yeah, that's if you it's like an episode of Wild Now and it's shaky, shaky. Man. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. So so how so so that's so that's early two thousands. So then you, you you just hit the road after that, or, or what? I, mean, I start you know I start trying to go on the road. You know you know book here and there. I got some feature spots with um. Uh, coconuts and bonkers, and mm-hmm. yeah, a few little spots here and there with the improv, and you know, just start meeting people and networking. And that's really just kind of happens, you know, it just kind of happens that we start growing. And, yeah, and I wound up taking a break from comedy. I took a break, and that just wouldn't sit well in my spirit. It just, I don't know, it felt like I couldn't sleep good because I, I wanted, I mean, th- this is what I wanted to do, you know, so. But once you once up, you find that gift, like I feel like comedy is one of those things that 
you know, once you find it, or it finds you, because sometimes you don't always find it. You know, it, it seeks you out. And, and I, right. it's like when that happens, you can only deny it for so long. You know, right. I, and I, I've seen comics that that uh, there, there's a real funny guy that's here in Hattiesburg that uh, uh, he he kind of fell off, or had, had you know wasn't around for a long time, and all of a sudden came back, and I was like, bro, this is like this is you. This is what you're supposed to be doing. You know, right. and uh, it, it's it's tough though, right? Because because you mm-hmm. you do have those times where you like, man, I just need to I just need to get away. I just this ain't for me, or it ain't happening the way I'm thinking it's supposed to happen. And, and in those moments, I feel like is the the best time to dive into comedy, right? You know, uh, at least for me, you know, I feel like man, because if I if I ever if I ever go away, which I'm going away forever, like I'm I'm not coming <laughs> back, like I'm not coming back at all. Like if I ever just quit telling jokes, which I'm gone, like y'all gonna have to sit, put out some some milk posters for me or something, like right? I'm gone, gone. You know, uh, I feel you, man. This this joke life ain't it ain't for the weak. It is not for the weak. Mm-hmm. It's not for the faint at heart. You got to be willing to grind and put it in. Sometimes I wonder though if if I want to continue to tell jokes, and not not from an aspect of you know I just don't like comedy. I wonder if I want to get on another side of the business. You know, like the behind like, the scenes stuff. Yeah, you know, because yeah. because uh, I'm uh, the reason why I say because I'm getting older. You know, I'm 44 now. Yeah. Do I really want to be on a roll like that? You know what I mean? First of all, like, 44 is not that old. Let's, let's I, I didn't say I, I know, but up. but still, it's not that old, but it ain't that young either. You know, right, I'm, right, just okay, getting, I'm getting older. You know, and you know, being out there traveling late nights, it's it going to take a toll on your body. Yeah, you know. So you know, I I don't know. I think about it. I don't. I I definitely don't want to leave this game. I love the game too much. But I think like, do I want to be on the production side more? Do I want to just start producing my own shit? You know what I mean? Which I do that anyway, but do I want to expand? You know, yeah. so I you know these are questions I ask myself on on a day to day basis. Like, well, I think I think yeah. anytime you're doing like 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 com- like entertainment in general, like I guess comedy is all or stand up is supposed to be the entry level position to entertainment, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, right. so you there's a lot of different ways you can go about it, but but ultimately, to me at least, stand up is the 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 internship. You just mm-hmm. doing the shit to figure it out, and, and hopefully somebody sees you. That's like, hey man, they got some hustle, they got some moving around, and they put you where you go. But if you want to continue in entertainment, you have to make a transition because hey, we all know right. guys that have been on the road for years and years and years, and and all mm-hmm. they have is the road. There's no residual. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no check coming in every month. There's no stamp. You know, they might have a credit or two, but there's no real stamp to it. So I can right. definitely see that, you know. I'll, t- I'll tell you, man, doing the, the ICTV stuff, that was the first time I'd ever really done behind the scenes, you know, right. as far as, like, writing. I mean, I love writing. And, I mean, I, I find myself now just writing scripts just to write them, you know. Right. Uh, not even really having a, a sure enough uh, uh, plan or a sure enough vision for it. Just like, hey, I feel this story in my head right now. Let me get it out. And it's, you know, it's a couple of scenes, you know. Uh, and I was just saying that the other day, and I won't say I won't say the name of it on here just because you know we don't want to let the cat out the bag, yeah, you know, and give somebody else the idea. But that that movie script, that movie script that we were working on, mm-hmm. you remember? You remember yep. the name of it, right? Okay. Yep. So I I was thinking about it the other day, like damn, like like we we started writing it and then we just stopped. 
But I think that's a really good fucking idea. Like oh, yeah, I don't, sure. I, I I don't know if anybody who's done it, or anybody who's doing it, or or pitched or anything. Like I don't even know of a movie out there like that. You know, so there, there's not I, one. Right. So I think we were really on to something. You know what I mean? So hey, well, uh, we can we can hey, we can hop back in the Google Doc anytime, man. Well, you just let me we know. Sure we sure could. You right. We could like, and we should. I think we should. You know. That's that's the thing, man. Like I feel like this as long as you have an outlet of some kind, it, it like because it's, I mean, stand up is you 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 fall into the uh, some guys fall into the trap of wanting to be uh, seen all the time, right? Uh, and, and just constantly like, hey, I, I want to be a, uh, I had to use the word star, but I want to be somebody, and it's like that that works for a little while, but ultimately, if you're not doing it to to you know feed your own creative you know, itch, you, you're not going to do it very long. You know I mean? That right. shit just, it just phases out. So you can definitely get that from just writing, whether it's scripts or doing behind the scenes stuff, whatever it is, you can, you can scratch that itch, you know? Uh, and like I said, I mean, the biggest thing is residuals, man. I mean, like, bro, I, I don't know a stand up comic at all that gets paid after, except for that one time. And then most of them, that's you know, you gotta wait a year before you come back. That's you know? it. Uh, that's Ain't a big no that tour and shit. Man, hell no. And I love, like, bro, I would love to be on the road. I, I'd be begging motherfuckers. Let me just mm-hmm. get on. Let me just get on the road. Let me just get on the road. I love that shit. But right. you know, I think sometimes, man, like, I think, I think you don't get what you want because it's it's not necessarily for you. You know, uh, right. So, so you, you can want to be gone all the time, but hey, man, I got. It. I got three kids and a wife and two dogs, three dogs. What how many dogs we got? You know. But but like you said, I think it is it, it's an entry level. You know, it 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 obviously isn't entry level, but it is an entry level. If that makes sense, you know what I mean. Like it entry level to where you want to be, and to wherever your end all be all is, because obviously you can't work the road forever. You, right. just, you just can't. You know what I mean? Like your body can't take it. You got kids. You got family. You're gonna miss out on so much. But it can get you in through the door entry level to where you want to be, but not necessarily entry level where you bottom out base pay. You know what I mean? Yeah. If that makes yeah. any sense, right there. So, um, yeah. I no, a- a- absolutely. Because I mean, like I said, you, 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 you. The goal is, or the hope is, is to find that that next. Promotion, I guess you call it. whatever the entertainment industry you want. I mean, if you if you're just an open mic, you're, you're you're hoping to get on a show. And once you're on a show, you're hoping to not just open to feature, and then not just to feature to headline. And then once you start headlining, you're, you're hoping that you get picked up by some type of representation, or you get a chance to you know travel more to 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 different areas, you know. And right. and, and and then once you're headlining. And you getting on that, then your hope is like, all right, well, now I want to film a special. And then once you film the special, it's it's back to the same grind again. You know? Right. Uh, yeah, man. I, I tell you, like some of these guys that you look at, that you know, you don't really think about them being stand up comics uh, as, as far as the longevity side of it. But the guys like Adam Sandler and David Spade and, and people like that, where the stand-up was their thing that they got them started, but ultimately they made a transition to acting or television, movies, whatever it was. You know, right? Uh, that's the way. I mean, even 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 Eddie Murphy only had two specials, right? Yeah, two specials. 
Everything mm-hmm. else was was movie. I mean, hey man, at some point, I, I I don't I don't I don't reach the next level. I don't need to go back to that. Even no matter how much you love it, it's like, hey man, I I don't need to go back to that. You know, right? Uh, but uh, his, in fact, I don't know. I don't know if you ever watched it. You ever watched uh, comedians and cars having coffee? You ever seen that show? Yep, yep. It's pretty dope. Man, his his, ep- like- his episode was real good too, man. Uh, Eddie's episode was real good. Everything um, he does is real good though. No matter what he says, man, he's so. T- I don't know. I, okay, but I don't know if that's true because it was it was a it was a stretch there where hey, he was he was having struggles in the box office right there in the early two thousands. Now he's having a few struggles. That's because people weren't going out spending money. We was in a depression. No, no, not during Pluto Nash. <laughs> not during that. And there was no depression. Hey, that that was peak time during Pluto Nash. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I still think, man, just it's just Eddie being Eddie, bro. Oh, uh, back hey, then, with early two thousand, man. Let me see what were we going through. Now eleven. Let me see what were we going through yeah. as as a country. We was it was literally it was nine eleven war on terror. Right. We was in war, fam. Uh. The, no, I remember because he had uh, he had Pluto Nash, and after that was Daddy Daycare, I think, and then it was something else that, that yeah, Pluto that Nash is trash. Yeah, I mean, you know, it it, it was it was uh, in the depression, but more so because of the movie, not because of the state of the country. Right. Uh, but yeah, and then I thought there was another one right after. Oh no, you know what it was? It, it was kind of a cult classic because it bombed at the box office, but it was Norbit. Remember Norbit? I like Norbit. Man, Norbit's fun. But yeah, for sure. It's hilarious. But I, I don't think it did good at the box office. Like it wasn't. How box you office. do it. Man, that shit's so funny. Respucia. Yeah, that shit's so funny to me, man. Woo. Uh, it was a lot of big names in that movie, too. You don't realize it. It's a lot of big names in that movie. Yeah, Marlon uh, Wayans is in that joint. Well, oh, he was. He was the trainer. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah he was a trainer that was smashing Respucia. Yeah, boy. Yeah, Jada boy. Pinkett was in that joint. Jada Pink, yep. Yep, and then you had uh, you had uh, not Jay, Jada, not Jada, not Jada. Jada was in uh, uh, uh Nutty Professor. Um, now that was uh, Jan- no, Janet was in the second one. Janet, Janet was, in the, was second. in the second one. Yeah. Who was that? And uh, I don't, I don't remember. It? And if and if I if I go off my screen, it's going the sound can go away because it's going to time out until we can't move. Yep, me a bullshit <laughs> iPhone. <laughs> Hey, first of all, I feel like your your Android did the same shit earlier. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. Well, you were talking shit about my Android like your iPhone wouldn't do it, and then it fucking times out. I meant, I, I meant for yours to time. Mine ain't gonna time out. I don't think, but I want to try it because then I don't want to try it because I won't be proven wrong. Goddamn iPhone XR. This no, this first of all, this a this a thir- thirteen. It's a thirteen. Yeah, it's a thirteen. I need to get a new phone. I got a, a Galaxy Ten. I need to get the twenty three. I want to get the twenty three, but I'm enjoying not making any cell phone payments right now. So by twenty three, you mean uh, uh, you mean minus nine to an iPhone fourteen. You can call it what you want to. Minus plus it times it. As long as it's a <laughs> Galaxy, I won't give. I won't give a damn what number you put on that bitch. Hey, what you what you what you say? You only eat apples. I only live in Galaxies, cause that's only it. Eat. That's all I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, man. So 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 you so here's the thing. So you you in Tampa. You this is so so at that point. 
you come back. So when did you come back to Mississippi? So because we we obviously we met in Mississippi nine years ago, two thousand thirteen. Thirteen, okay. And you just what what brought you back? My son was having a few behavioral issues. He okay. was uh he was fifteen, so and at that time I was touring pretty heavy. I was on the road like really really heavy. Matter of fact, I was I was full time. I was doing comedy full time. Okay, so I was on the road pretty much every weekend, every other weekend. And when he so what, what's full, in, so, so tell me what, what full. Some people don't know what full time comedy is. So when you that say means I was like that was comedy. my that was that was my main source of income. Doing nothing else, just telling nothing jokes. else. I wasn't working a job. I was strictly doing stand up Friday right. through Sunday, or just any day. Of the week? Just whenever you know, you got okay. shows during the week. Just whenever you book, but every week I was somewhere working. I was getting paid, so yeah, I was living off of comedy. That was my okay. job. Comedy was my job. So, um, but my son was having some behavioral issues. He was fifteen at the time. His mom had got to the point where she was just like, you know what. He can't live with me no more. He's got to go. He got to come stay with you. So I moved to Mississippi. Like I said, I was still on the road pretty heavy at the time. because I moved to Mississippi because my sister was here. So whenever okay. I needed to go on the road, leave out of town, I had somebody who could, who could help me out. Gotcha. See, I was, yeah, I was tag team. Yeah, kind of like that. Something like okay. that. Okay. Dynamic duo type shit. Yeah, let me tell you something. Y'all, y'all are absolutely a dynamic duo. And I ain't never seen. I ain't mind. never seen a. D, I ain't never seen a duo so dynamic. Hey man, man, she's a brains, man. She's a brains. She's a brainiac. She's the real goat, bro. Like she's a goat for real. Oh man, a whole whole ass goat. Yeah man. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's it's only certain times that you you like you meet people that you can just see. You can see their. I don't want to say their. You can see their. Their, their spirit you, they just have a, right. a, a spirit as so the first time the first time i saw you I, I don't know if you remember or not was actually at open mic uh mm-hmm. was that you had you and i think spunk was in town and y'all had mm-hmm. come to hub city's open mic mm-hmm. and at I, no uh-uh we was at the, we was at the keg okay for open mic yeah we, and we were literally like i had only been doing comedy for like i don't know man maybe like maybe not even Three four months at that point, I hadn't upstairs. been doing nothing. Yeah, at the upstairs, upstairs. Kid, yeah, yep, yeah I remember. Yep. I remember. Yep. 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 So I remember that night, uh, I had come to open my signed up, and 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 it was a couple of guys like, oh, uh, uh, uh Wody, he runs shows in Hattiesburg. He's gonna be. He's like one of the best comics in Hattiesburg. He's gonna be here tonight. And I was like, oh man, that's crazy. Uh, I'm gonna get to meet like a legit comedian. And then I bombed. Uh, and I was like, oh, this is <laughs> terrible. This is terrible. I hate this. <laughs> And like, <laughs> like you and Spunk got up and just murdered at an open mic, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is like." But anyway, I started to say like, like, I remember talking to you that night, and it was like, I was like, "This is just like a like a good ass dude." You know, like you just you just meet people like right. good people, you know. And right, that's how right. that's how you and, and, and Jenna both talked. Like, I remember the first time I met her, same thing. We talked about it on. I had her on episode one, and right. we were talking about meeting at uh, when she was hosting. Uh, she was hosting uh, open mic at Jasmos. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, man, like that that aura of like just good people, bro. Like you just, I mean, it ain't, it ain't very often you can just see that shit, you know. Yeah, that's how we roll, man. You know, that's I mean, we just, you know, we we genuinely try to, you know, try to be nice and 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 treat people how we want to be treated. You know, that's just 
that's just the way we are, man. I don't know. I guess it's in our DNA, our makeup, how our mom raised us, however you want to put it. You know what I mean? So I guess that's just, you know, that's just who we are, genuinely, as people. Hey, well, that's this time I know y'all y'all from y'all from small town, Mississippi. It's cause uh <laughs> I've 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 watched y'all I've watched y'all uh uh, uh had it had it had that business face on. Like, hey man, good to see you, and then roast somebody as soon as they motherfucking ass walk away, and that's that small town Mississippi. <laughs> you know, you can't just get out on them in public because everybody will hear about it. You know, so, right? Well, that shit is so important to be. Uh, oh, hey, man, but you do you do the wrong shit. We will get out on you. I got to get out on you in your face. What? What? In your face, like, What? <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen. I don't think I've ever seen. I don't think I've ever seen you mad at all. I can't yeah. tell you the time I've ever just seen you mad, but I've seen, I, I've heard, I haven't seen, but I've heard over a Zoom call, uh, Jana, and uh, hey man, I wanted, you, you, you talking about, you talking about kill yourself? I thought about that shit on a Zoom call. Yeah, I, like, well, I might not, I might not make it through this. Yeah, you uh, don't want to see me mad, dude. But y'all was, yeah. y'all was talking about that, uh, uh, y'all was talking about that, uh, that time you got out at the, at the, the dinner that night. I was scared. I was like, hey, this which is, dinner? At Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, when y'all was talking about that, I was like, "Oh, what?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. My 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 anger goes to another level. Yeah, John, I tell you, yeah, my yeah my my anger is. That's why I try not to get mad, man. It takes a lot. It takes a lot to get me there. But once yeah. I'm there, I'm there. And so it's just. You have you have an outlet. I mean, most most comics that's an outlet. Like you 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 let off most of that through through laughter or through you know joking, and then it just it just gets to a point where you just can't no more. You know, right? Uh, I always tell people like it's when when I get to the point where I don't want to talk to you anymore, I'm done. Like we right. we just do we do whatever we can do whatever you want to. I don't want to talk anymore. I, I don't have any desire to talk to you anymore. It's a wrap. But as long as I'm able to talk to you and we can conversate, we good. Because yep. I can let it yeah. out, you know. So. Uh, so you come back to Mississippi because you, because 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 your son. So you you stay on the road then? Or are you just hitting hitting like regional stuff? Or are you nation? No, I'm still on the road, but okay. No, I'm still on the road because I was booked. I was booked out. So you okay. know, a lot of that stuff had to fizzle out. So you know, when even though still I still stayed on the road a lot. You know what I mean? I didn't really start coming off the road till uh till I got with Mo and she got pregnant with Skyland. That's when I really came off the road. Okay. Okay. So that that kind of changed everything, you know, with being, having a new baby. You know what I mean? Because my kids are were older. You know, my yeah, you son. Was, you was done. You was done, bro. Mm, yeah, we 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 were done. Bro. We were right, bro. So, you know. <laughs> so, but at that point, you already you you producing your own shows at that point too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cause, I cause started. Y'all was, at, y'all was at Brewski's when I first started. That was the right. First I, I, I moved here in thirteen. I moved here in September thirteen. March of fourteen, I had my first show here. Okay. My first show here, which now we are. So March of fourteen, so April of twenty three. This April coming up, April eighth is going to be our nine year anniversary show. Yep, yep. Man, that's crazy. Nine, boy, this is not something that was nine years ago. Nine years, man. That shit flew by so fast. Because actually, I like. Well, y'all that. Let's see. Well, y'all at Brewski, there was another club you were at at one point. Vision. Vision. So we started out at Brewski's. We started out at Brewski's. We was at Brewski's for like the first year. 
and year and a half, I think maybe. Then we went to Vision. Yep. We was at Vision for about two years. Two, I think two, two and a half years. And then we went to the hub. We was at the hub for like three years. Okay, yep. And we yep. left the we left the hub because of the pandemic. Right, right, right. And now now being at, at Jackie Dole. It's been a year at Jackie Dole so now yeah, now we're at Jackie Dole. Yeah. Uh yeah, man, you know, I think it was at Brewski's was the first time because I remember the first show I ever was like, Oh man, I wanna go to this and I couldn't go was Carlos. You had Carlos here. Say that again. And you had Carlos Miller here. Mm-hmm. And that's the first show I remember. I was, after I started doing comedy, I was like, "Oh man, I want to go see Carlos Miller," and I couldn't go because I was working at Camp Shelby, and uh, I had to work that night. And that's the first show I remember thinking, "Like, damn it, I I never want to miss comedy. Like, I just want to be around comedy, you know?" Right. Uh, but I think y'all were at Brewski's for that show. I'm pretty sure. I brought Carlos here a couple times though. Did you ever catch him? Oh, I never caught him. Yeah, I think I brought Carlos. I brought Carlos here either two or three times. So the only time I remember him being here, this would have been around maybe 15, 14, 15, somewhere in there. At Vision. That was that where it was? Okay, it was at Vision? Okay. Uh so I brought Carlos. I brought Carlos to Brewski's. See, I was thinking it was at Brewski's. He well, he came to Brewski's. He came oh, he to Brewski's and it, yeah, he he did okay. both. He came to Brewski's and he came to Vision. Gotcha. Gotcha. <sighs> Not That's twice. I brought him twice. That's my thing. I brought him twice, man. I think I think yeah. Carlos is hilarious as fuck, man. Yeah, like I, just, I brought him. I, just, mm-hmm. I think he's one of the people, like you say, like talk about seeing somebody's energy. Like the, who 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 you get on stage is who you gonna get off stage. It's the same oh, person, yeah. you know. Yeah, that that dude different, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, that dude he, different. So yeah, I brought him. I want to say in fourteen, it may have been fifteen. Is it at Bruce? If it was, so, we we started Bruce. So it probably was fifteen at Bruce. So this 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 so how we, I remember it is because we I did my very first show ever. The first show I was ever on was in two thousand fifteen. It was June two thousand fifteen, and uh-huh. it was after that that I was like, oh man, I just want to like do comedy. I don't want to do anything else in life. I just want to only do comedy, which isn't realistic, you know, but I'm just like, I'm actually only want to do comedy. So I started looking like all the people in Mississippi and it wasn't the first time I had seen Carlos, but it was the first time that I like, I, I hate to say studied, but like, was like, oh, there's somebody I would love to be like, you know, like there's somebody who I, who I, who I think is, is really funny. And so that's why I think it was around that time, 2015. Cause it was just after that. Uh, and the reason why I know it was that is because we actually you. had when I was at when I was at Shelby that was during AT season. So when all the, when all the troops would come in for, I was working at the firing ranges, and so I had to be there working a the night shift. That's why I couldn't make it to the show. So would have had to been around that same same summer. But uh, yeah, would yeah that would have been 2015. Would have had to be. Okay, well I had him. At Brewski's, November 23rd of 2014. And then, so if it was 15, that means, no, birthday vision. So that had to have been 14 then. 14, okay. Maybe it was 14. Because I'm, I'm looking at the picture right now. Okay, I'm looking maybe at the it was picture. 14. I had to go pull up. I pulled up the picture. Yeah, I just pulled up the 
of us at uh, Brewski's. It was November 23rd of 14, and I brought him back, I want to say, two years later for my birthday in okay. April. So, and I had I had him and Double D for my birthday. I will well, I go. I, with, I don't know if you I don't know if you heard or not, but at the beginning of the podcast, I, I drink a lot. So a lot of times dates kind of run together. Uh, they all I run can't, together. I can't. I want to go and surf through the pictures, but I can't because it's gonna cut the audio off if I do it. No, that's that Android. That Android. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, it is, what it is, you're in a galaxy, so it sucks all the sound into the galaxy. Uh, it's a vacuum of space. You can't get no sound out. That's what it is. Yeah, PPP loan leading ass podcast. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. If I, if I could have started this podcast to get a PPP loan, I absolutely would have. I, I can't goddamn tell you. Yeah. If you, if, if you think I wouldn't, you're crazy. Oh, so, you, that'll be a legitimate reason, but all these other people out there, they being fake with it. They going to jail. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I was scared to go to jail. I was like, I can't just give this too. out. I, no. people, mm. Here's the thing. People, funny only gets you so far. At some point, I'm still just a small-ass dude. I can't. I, I wouldn't make it in jail. Mm. Jail not yeah, the I, the R, and the S. <laughs> hey, let me tell you, that is, that is 99% of America. It's scared of all three of them letters. I'm trying to tell you, boy. Scared to death of them. I feel like I feel like it's only letters that I'm scared of. The I, the R, the S, the F, the B, the I, the C, the I, the A. All them letters. How many other acronyms is there in the government? There's a lot. It's a lot of acronyms in the government. I don't know, but I know what other letters I'm scared of. What's J-A-I-L. That? I'm scared of them letters. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 it took me a minute to spell jail. I ain't gonna lie to you. It took, it, I, got- <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about it. I was like, J A I. And I was trying to think about what that shit stands for. I was like, what the J? Yeah. You know what the Justice Department? You scared of the Justice Department? Oh, that's jail. Mm. That's jail, he's trying to say. Yeah, okay. you're damn right. Uh, <laughs> so, all right, so you still on the road. And that was so in your producing shows in, in Hagsboro. So we met, I think we. I think we 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 actually met met in the in like the winter of sixteen because I want to say we I was opening for Rita mm-hmm. and uh, and we linked up at Hippo one night and he was like oh man uh, I have a monthly show we can get you on and I was hyped because I at that point I was like really trying to get in like get in these comedy streets I had gone to Jackson a bunch of times and uh, I had like moved around. Uh, gone to the coast a pretty good bit. I was just like, trying to do anything I could that was in the area. I couldn't couldn't get very far. I obviously still have a wife, still got kids, ain't got no money, so I'm trying to do everything I can that's local, you know. And uh, so that would have been 16. And then let's see. So where were y'all for the pandemic? What do you mean? Like so 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 leading up to the pandemic, are you you were just producing here in Hattiesburg, or you you still on the road at that point, right? Oh no! Um, I, like like what happened to the comedy? Mm-hmm. Oh, the comedy dried up. It dried up everywhere because you remember everybody was doing Zoom shows. Like people weren't doing shows at all. Yeah, I'm, 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 talking about leading, I'm talking about leading up to it. So 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 we started rocking in seventeen. Leading and up I, to, I I did my six year comedy anniversary. Mm-hmm. In March, 
of 2020. Yeah, March of 2020, I did my six-year comedy anniversary with Jess Niche. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, that, that was at the Hub. Yep. The next month's show was going to be my birthday show in April. Yep. And the pandemic hit and shut everything down. And you didn't do anything during the pandemic? Uh-uh. No. Nope. Like, I didn't no do Zoom? You didn't do no, no, no Zoom call? Fuck that. No, I mean, no. Hell, I wasn't doing that stupid shit. Hell no. Man, I, try, I tried one. I, honestly, I didn't try it. I just hopped on the link, and I was like, this sucks. Like, yeah. I said, I wasn't doing that shit, man. Like, I, I understood it. I got why people did it, but I wasn't doing that shit. I'm like, no, nah, man. Because, I mean, comedy don't work that way, man. You need to be, no. you know, you need to be able to interact with your people. And, you know, you feed off the energy. They feed off your energy. So, you know, people had to find a way, you know, so. I just think it's, I think it's crazy how quick Zoom, Zoom shows became like a thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like, it was like immediately. They was like, bet, we still have a comedy. Right, like it was, it was weird because man, I don't know. I saw I saw a couple comics do it that were you know established comics, and I thought, oh man, maybe I should, maybe I should try that, or maybe I should try to look because I wasn't doing shit. We were in Atlanta, and I wasn't doing nothing, just sitting at the apartment, like scared to get scared to leave the house, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, I said maybe I should just try it, but like you say, it just doesn't feel like comedy. It doesn't feel like like uh it doesn't feel intimate you know because uh, it's not it, yeah it's, it's not intimate because you you're you're talking to a screen and you're <laughs> and and the reactions and the comments are so delayed you've told a joke or move on to the next joke and they may be clapping or commenting on that joke or you're in the middle of a joke trying to read the screen like it's it just doesn't work it doesn't work yeah it's the same for me, like doing doing videos. I, I think I think doing just like social media is tough for the same aspect. Mm-hmm. You, you, you but, don't have that but, connection. But there's a difference though, because now you're when you're making videos, you're not performing for a live audience. You're performing to your audience, but you're just putting out content. Yeah, yeah. Like performing for a live audience. Uh, stand-up requires an immediate response. Videos don't. So there's that's where the difference is. True, true. You have to have that immediate response in stand-up in order to know where you fall or where you stand. If you don't have that immediate, you don't know if you're bombing, you don't know if they like you, you, know, you don't know what's going on. Because sometimes when you in stand-up, you, you may have you may have it mapped out one, two, three, A, B, C, X, Y, Z, but it doesn't go that way. It's like, oh, one, two, three, now it's X, Y, Z, now it's yep. L, M, N, O, P, now it's four, five, six. You may have to detour and change and, you know, finagle some shit in order for it to work. It just, you know, but you got to have that immediate response in order to be able to read the audience and figure out what's going on. That's probably one of my favorite things now, like where I am comedically now, is to, to used to it, I felt like I was so, not necessarily rehearsed, but I was like, all right, well, I want to start here, and I want to go here, 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 here. And now I'm just like, all right, well, I want to start here, and I want to end here, and I don't give a shit what happens in the middle. I'll just kind of mm-hmm. work it out, you know, uh, and, and, and it let the crowd kind of dictate where I, where I need to go, where I want to go. You know, right? Uh, like I said, some crowds—not even if it's if it's just black or white crowds—but 
you know, some crowds want you to be dirty and nasty. Some of them want to hear that nasty shit, you know, like talking about ass and, and dick and everything else. And some of them don't want that. Some of right. them want you to be, you know, more methodical and talk about family and talk about whatever, you know. So uh, letting the crowd dictate that. In fact, what was it? Let's see. Was it? Yeah, it would have been. And so it would have been. I was when I was at High Ho Lounge. It was like that. That crowd was. They, they were dope, but man, they really got into it once I got into some relationship stuff. That I was talking about family, and that was cool. Talking about kids stuff like that. But man, when I got into that relationship stuff, they ate that shit up. Right. Uh, and like I say, it's tough on a Zoom call because you don't. You you just don't know what you're getting. You see the screen light up, changing colors and shit, but you don't. You don't really know what you're getting from that. Absolutely. Uh, you can't That's, feed I, off of it, and even the if they giving you a bunch of, and even if they giving you a bunch of laughing emojis, you still can't feel that energy. You can't get into your zone. Now, if they give me, if, what you gonna do? Somebody getting the, uh, getting the Zoom, and just uh, in the, in the, in the chat, talking about kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna even give shit. <laughs> first of all, I'm not gonna do the goddamn Zoom. <laughs> first of all. But I used to, but you know what though? That's what comedians would mess up though. They would be in the middle of performing, trying to read the comments. How the fuck you gonna read? Yeah, so last night, so I, I got home last night. Hold on. You jokes ain't funny. <laughs> Kill yourself. <laughs> fuck you, motherfucker. You know, like that shit don't work. It don't work. Yeah. That's how I was watching the, the one I hopped on, man. The 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 it was like a an open mic style Zoom. Uh, so basically what it was, it was just like a like a Zoom link and you might hop on, you know, and you like signed up, you like signed up uh, to, to do time or whatever. And it was just like, bro, I remember just watching folks and be like, this is terrible. Like, it just fucking sucks, man. That's the weird yeah. thing about COVID. Like, COVID, like the pandemic taught us so much, but, but I feel like for me at least, the, the main thing that it showed me was like, Man, that that connectivity that we have through comedy is is special. Yeah, it's, it's right. something you can't you can't you can't duplicate it. You can't uh, you know it can't be imitated. Like it, it's it's a unique experience in the realm of stand up that that isn't across the rest of of uh, of entertainment. And it's the same thing. I mean, everybody has something like I think music. I've told people before, like, I would give up every bit of comedic talent that I consider myself to have. Joke writing ability, all that stuff. I will give up everything to be able to sing a lick something. I think that shit is amazing. A play instrument. Yeah, hell yeah. You know? And hell I can't, yeah. I'd be, hey, I'd be, I'd be at the at the stuff. I'd be at, like, the ICTV and, like, the Selma stuff. Just, I'd be in the background humming. I'm gonna hum my ass off while everybody's singing. Uh, but I'd be, I'd be hating. I'd be like, man, I just want to be able to sing for one second. Uh, I used to tell Melissa that all the time. Oh, if I could sing. <laughs> oh, if I could sing like you did. I'm telling you, man. Now, she, uh, she's special. What? Man, what, Melissa man. different. Man, Melissa special. is different. I saw Melissa. I saw a video from her the other day. Chills. Through the video. Well, I don't know if you I, I don't know if you got planned to, but you should have her on your on your podcast. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You should yeah. definitely have her on your podcast. Uh, yeah, oh no, she 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 on the list, uh, for sure. Cause like, man, I and her, talking about somebody's energy, 
Yeah, see their energy and like the 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 see their heart. That's somebody, man. Like when you when you when you met like she, you you know exactly what you get. Mm-hmm. Uh, you ought to make her sing on the podcast too. Hey, hey, I'm going to. I'm going. You you've been you've been reading my you've been reading my scripts. You've been reading my, my my treatments. Hey, look, <laughs> the NFL leaking scripts. You leaking scripts. So I mean, hey. <laughs> I saw I saw one the other day. I saw, I saw one the other day that was uh that was Tom Brady when he uh he read the script after he got drafted by the Patriots and it was just Shannon Sharp pouring some yak. That is funny. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, oh man. No, I'm definitely I'm definitely gonna have, have Melissa on man. Cause like I said, I mean, that but that realm is different, right? Music is different than comedy and and, and, and the, the way that it's perceived. The, the energy is just different. But it mm-hmm. but it goes hand in hand. I mean, that's why you have a lot of times people will hop on, you know, shows that have music. In fact, when I was in New Orleans, man, uh there was a uh there was a young lady that was singing it's uh, uh I'm probably gonna mess up her name. It's uh in this uh in this blue, I think is how you how you pronounce her name. Bro, when I tell you, you said you said it to me like you wanted me to correct you. Or well, I thought you, you might. Light. I thought you. I thought you might know. And I was like, "The hell you say? Know. You like in uh, this blue? Like, like you want to say? Is that right, bro? The fuck? I don't I know. Think, <laughs> I think it's. I, well, I was hoping you was gonna co-sign me and say it too, so that way we could both be wrong if it is. No, sir. Uh, we, no, sir. I know. I know the last name is blue. I know that. Uh, I know that much. I know the colors. Uh, it's blue. Uh, but she amazing, you know. And it was in, it was right after you know we had a couple of women on stage, and just killed it, man. Uh, but it changed the whole mood of the show, you know, because music yeah. just hits different. Uh, but uh, but yeah, man. So all right, so so where are we going next, Wody? Where's where's Wody going? I mean, what's what's next for comedy? You kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, maybe th- thinking about some of the behind the scenes type stuff, but like. Where do you see if 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 you look up in let's just say let's not even say five years let's say in two years you look up where is Wody at comedically what are we doing uh two years man I don't know two years I'd probably be still I don't know probably working a road probably trying to do some videos but I mean where I'm trying to go I want my own comedy club if I could okay. be two years I could have. I would have my own comedy club, like hands down, no if fans, no buts about it. You already got your, you already got your vision for it. You already know what, what, what you want, how you want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I already got it. And I mean, I'm kind of doing it now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you, you been doing that, you been, with you with, doing. with the name with, with with the name, the comedy crack up. That's going to be the name, right? You know, so, but I mean, you've been doing. The, I mean, the month show has been the comedy crack up for a while now, right? Well, and well, it was, it was, um, no, we changed it. Well, it used to be, Saturday, was it Saturday Night Live? Well, Saturday it was, Night? it was, it was Team, Team Wody's comedy. Oh, crack yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. right. It was Team Wody's comedy crack up, but the actual name of the club would be the comedy crack up. What, what, what makes you want to have your own club? What, what do you, what do you envision in that? I mean, you just want to you want to give you want to give you your space or do you want to give a space to other people? Both. Okay. I mean, I just I just I just love I love the comedy comedy club atmosphere and this is where it all started for me. So you know, 
just being able to provide that that space where I can get on stage whenever I want to and provide, you know, the space for other people to get on stage and then also providing that laughter for the, you know, for the world that we live in. So yeah. that's pretty much it for me right there. Uh, well, man, I'm gonna tell you, it, uh, whenever you, uh, whenever you get the doors open, you know, I'm there opening weekend. We laughing it out, bro. No doubt. Uh, make it, I can't make it happen, Captain. I can't wait, man. Well, bro, I appreciate you hopping on with me, man. I'll tell you before we get up out of here, bro. I appreciate you. You, you know, you big bro for me, man. Uh, we family. Sure. And, uh, you know, man, it's, it's not me people in this world that, uh, that, that I, you know, that I, I look to in comedy, man, but you've been, you've been doing it for a long time. And, uh, bro, you just, you know, you're a real OG, man. You real, appreciate you, it, man. In these streets, man. So appreciate it, cool. Appreciate it, bro. But I appreciate you, man. And uh, and yeah, we definitely gonna link up. And then, uh, hey, also, 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 before we get up out of here, uh, I'm gonna send you a link to uh, to AT and T for iPhone. So make sure you give me the. <laughs> I don't want that sure bullshit. Give the- <laughs> you know I sell them. You know I sell them on a day to day basis. I, I, I don't want I that know. shit. I know, but I need, I, need, I need a referral for my bill. I need a referral for my bill. I don't want that shit. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. And before uh, you go, I need I need to bring I need I need to bring this card to you so your doctor's back window out for more because I'm sick of looking at it. Okay, well here's the thing. You know I don't do that no more. I don't. I, don't do I know. No I know you don't know. I know you don't. But you can. I will. I will for you. Above. Right. That's it. That's it. I know That's you true. can. I know yeah. you can. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something right now. I, I have not been in the back of a car now. I've been I've been with this new job for, uh-huh. for a, a month, and let me tell you something. My knees feel amazing. All right, I bet you they do. Cause not having to be in the backseat of somebody's car all goddamn day, feeling the McDonald's crumbs and everything else, trying to put the window tint in. Oh, oh my god, god, man. Oh my. I used to get I used to get carpet burn on my knees, and wow. uh, uh, like, but it'd be just for people dirty ass cars. Like they'd have leather seats, but you got this dirty ass kid in the back seat. Like I got kids. Don't get me wrong, my kids nasty too. But and they don't like, even clean the car before they bring it. Oh, they're not no, they're not cleaning nothing. Mm-mm. No. That's not tax time. You get a tax time, it's a wrap, bro. You 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 gonna be lucky if the windows work when you get tax time. That's a wrap. Yeah, you, they should you put a sign up, do not bring your car in here if it's dirty. We talked about it. We we we've on, I've only ever seen the shop turn away two people, and they were both because the cars were so dirty. One of them, the dude like went mud riding before he came to us, and man, it was like, bro, I tell you, mud everywhere. And we told him, like, wow. man, you got to go clean that shit. He just never came back. And the other dude, we had to tell him to come back get his shit. Well, I'm not playing, man. Like, you know, obviously, if you go in my car right now, you'll probably find something from the kids. Fries or something, you know. Like, that's normal. Like, normal stuff. Bro, I'm telling you, like, caked up food or something uh, underneath layers of clothes, like dirty clothes. Man, I want to throw up, man. It was so... It it smelled like like spoiled milk. Mm. It was terrible, man. So I don't miss that shit at all. I've been in people's business like, man, your business smells real nice right now. I'm going to tend your window. I bet. Yeah. Your business smells real nice and not like the backseat yeah. of a Upgraded. <laughs> but yes, absolutely. Leveled up. If you, if you, if y'all, y'all pick a weekend and uh, I'll knock out, I'll knock out Murrow's back last, no problem. So. No doubt. But, uh, I, could, I could do it here at the house. So. But uh, all right, man, bro. 50 grand. Well, we gonna we gonna right, wrap bro, this bro, thing I up, appreciate man. You. I appreciate you, man. Like I say, holler at me and uh, and be safe, man. I'll get up with you later this week. All right, bro. We'll holler at you. All right, man. Bet. All right, please.
Hey, I told y'all. I told y'all we were laughing nonstop, man. I hope that y'all enjoyed uh, the interview with Wody this week. It, it was fun. Like, this. here's the thing. Doing this podcast is was a big leap of faith for me, right? Not because it's hard, because anybody who knows anything about podcasts right now knows that anybody can make a podcast, right? But, but it's the fear of what is it going to sound like and, and look like and, and, and am I going to be good at it and all those different things, right? And, I, and I, I won't lie, it's easy when you're sitting down with people that you know. I've been fortunate to have some dope guests so far because I have dope people in my life and that will continue. But this week with Wody took the cake, man. It was just very comfortable, uh, very very natural. It just felt like we was picking up and have, having a phone call, right? And, and that that's the fun part of this. That's what that's what I want in these conversations is for it to feel like y'all just on the line with us, y'all. In, whether it's whether it's on the call or whether it's in the group chat, y'all just on with us. That's what we want, man. Uh, I didn't get a chance to. So, so y'all make sure and, and, and go and follow Wody on all social media. He made it real easy for you to find at Comedian Wody. Real easy. W-H-O-D-I. Comedian Wody. Real easy. Y'all go follow him. Show him some love. And uh, we back. We back again next week with a brand new episode of First of All, the podcast where we take each conversation from its first of all to its last of all. Until next week, man, y'all be safe and y'all be kind to each other.